presenting this month's special series, Focus on Sports Medicine. We're talking to experts in the field about sports and exercise-related injuries and the latest advances in diagnosis, treatment, and prevention to help your patients stay active. You're listening to ReachMD Radio, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine, produced in cooperation with AMDA. Your host is Dr. Eric Tangelos, professor of medicine at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and a certified medical director in long-term care. How can an exercise and physical activity program be tailored to best meet the needs of long-term care residents with various chronic conditions? Joining us to discuss the benefits of therapeutic exercise and physical activity are Dr. Tim Fox, founder and executive director of Fox Rehabilitation, and Ms. Mimi Jacobs, founding executive director of Fox Jerry, Geriatric Education and Research Institute. Both of our guests today are practicing physical therapists. Welcome, Tim and Mimi. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, we're glad to have you. This program knows all about the elderly and how it is rapidly expanding. What we want to learn about today are some of the chronic conditions and costs associated with this population that exercise might be helpful in treating. So the program is open to us today to talk about physical therapy and an exercise program to meet the needs of our patients. What would you like to start with? I think we need to start speaking of the exponentially growing elderly population and what we as healthcare professionals are really doing about that population. Current reports published in 2008 from the Institute of Medicine, a report called the Retooling for an Aging America, specifically states that you know the healthcare system is indeed in a crisis as it identifies the exponentially growing number of geriatric patients in the population while the numbers of healthcare professionals who are qualified, and I restate well qualified, to train and treat that population is not growing at all. And as we're seeing with the recent changes in healthcare reform, the focus on our general practitioners in internal medicine is going to be a growing and desperately needed population. The same statistics really apply for the other professions, such as nursing and uh, physical and occupational therapy. There are not near enough uh, well-trained and qualified clinicians practicing to treat this population. And they're a special population, especially when we're speaking of their medical complexities, their complex pharmacy, pharmacological needs. When you take into account their socioeconomic status, home environment living status, and they're combined with their multiple chronic conditions. It takes a professional, a physical therapist with an advanced knowledge and training to be able to tie that picture together through a detailed and thorough examination to be able to prescribe an appropriate exercise program that is graded over time and advanced over time to produce a physiological response that is really lasting. It's really quite complex. Fortunately, geriatric physical therapy, there needs to be an increased uh, recognition in the, in the value of the services and to have it incorporated into a medical plan of care so it can be an additional resource to the uh, practicing physician. So let's talk about the medical plan of care with regards to this population and what group within this population of elderly is most amenable to some of the programs that you put in place. Well, we see a very uh, special population just as modern medicine has changed. So have the needs of the elderly. Traditionally, the elderly were only able to receive home health services through a Medicare Part A home health agency. 
if they became acutely ill. And as modern medicine has changed, many of our elderly patients are currently living longer with more chronic conditions. Those chronic conditions that were once the cause of their mortality are no longer so. So therefore, they're remaining longer living in, in the community, living longer with those chronic conditions. There really no one is being as sensitive as what they need to be as far as addressing the functional decline that's associated with the aging process. We pay particular attention to some statistics where we recognize that an elderly individual over the age of 60 can lose up to 3 to 5% of their muscle strength per year if they maintain a sedentary level of activity. And this is really where we as physical therapists want to be incorporated greater into the medical plan of care. Because with that statistic, unfortunately, the elderly are not active and it's a generation that hasn't been engaged in more specific exercise. So for us to incorporate a more rigorous routine of exercises is ultimately beneficial for that population. Well, let's break this down into two groups to start with. Let's take the nursing home population. Our nursing home patients are changing dramatically. They're there for much shorter periods of time, and quite a few of them are recovering from either elective or emergency surgery, broken bones, broken hips, broken joints. Talk to us about the rehab that goes on with this particular group of patients. Well, I think we can really look at those two groups specifically as far as are they long-term care residents of the facility or are they belonging to the skilled nursing rehabilitation section where their discharge plan will be to return home into the community. There indeed can be more done for the residents in the long-term care area of the facility. Specifically, we need to increase partnerships with nursing and particularly restorative nursing The feedback we receive as physical therapists is physical therapy does a great job with the patients and their function improves while they're on caseload. But what happens after the fact when a patient is discharged from the program, we often hear that the recidivism or the the rate of return back to the previous level of function happens quite quickly. So once we've done our duty and performed our skilled services, we've got to make sure that there's a very specific program of activity that's designed to keep that resident functional and that nursing carries out that plan once the discharge from therapy happens through via restorative nursing. To take the other population, the patients that are in the skilled nursing facility program, the goals of the facility are typically recovery and discharge, basically to regain the patient's initial or prior level of function prior to the admission and or get them at a functional level that's acceptable for them to safely return home. With safety as the primary goal, what is unfortunately often overlooked is the ability to optimize our patient's function and get them to that pre-episodic level of function, not just the week prior to their acute event or hospitalization, but get them to that prior level of function months prior to the acute event. And that's really where we need to be looking at different models of care where we can optimize our patient's function once they do get home. Really, that ties back into some previous statements discussing uh, models of home health care, where typical models of home health agencies provide a very valuable and necessary service, but unfortunately, the duration of those services are very short-lasting, typically 8 to 12 visits for a physical therapist visit. This is where our current practice of geriatric house calls through Fox allows our clinicians to see our patients under Medicare Part B and evaluate and examine our patients and set a plan of care that has a higher frequency, duration, intensity of exercise that we typically are seeing our patients, again, based on 
medical necessity for three to five times a week for two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve weeks, as long as they're making significant progress and we're able to test and retest that progress that the changes are significant according to medical standards of functional outcome measures and objective tests and measures in our profession. If I might comment on that, the two populations in the long-term care facility, I think we need to identify what is therapeutic exercise and the definition between therapeutic exercise versus just physical activity. And as therapeutic exercise needs to be described in terms of the modality, the type of exercise, are we speaking to strength, flexibility, balance, endurance, or cardiovascular stamina, posture training, as well as the frequency of the exercise, the intensity of the exercise, really looking at the dosage in order to make sure we're getting therapeutic benefits. And I think in the past that the frequency, intensity, and duration of a well-rounded therapeutic exercise program has not necessarily been optimal. And due to the complexity of their medical status, that clinicians in the past may have not been willing to work at 60% of one rep max, for instance, in order to make um, physiological changes for strength gains that would then have functional improvements. And I think for both populations that you mentioned, those that are recovering after surgery or after a hospitalization, that yes, the key is to get them back to their prior functional level, but how we get there would be at an appropriate frequency, intensity, and duration of therapeutic exercise. For those that are chronically frail in the long-term care setting that don't necessarily have an acute change of status, but that are chronically frail, I think it's vitally important to continue to provide that therapeutic exercise at the appropriate intensity in order to reduce frailty. And there's several research articles out there. The literature is quite clear on the benefits of strength training in reducing frailty and improving their function and reducing the rate of their functional decline. So I I think that it's a combination of two, but I think we really need to identify what is therapeutic exercise versus just physical activity. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Tangalos, and joining me to discuss the benefits of therapeutic exercise and physical activity are Dr. Tim Fox, founder and executive director of Fox Rehabilitation, and Ms. Mimi Jacobs, founding executive director of Fox Jerry, Geriatric Education and Research Institute. Well, let's get into some of the specific case examples and maybe even one of the house calls that you do as to an exercise prescription to make people better. I had a wonderful example of a person that had moderate cognitive impairment. They had moderate dementia. Their prior functional level, they were ambulating independently in a long-term care facility. Ambulating independently, they were able to help set the table. They were participating in a lot of activities. And they had a fall, fractured their hip, underwent a total hip replacement, and then came back to the long-term care facility where they were. And, and, you know, due to the acuity, in addition to their dementia, they had a delirium that was eventually cleared up. But needless to say, their functional status was significantly different a week post-op than it was the week prior to their fall and total hip replacement. And again, this was a gentleman who was well into their 80s that had previously been functional who now had a total hip replacement with cognitive impairment, and that was a particular challenge. However, I had spent 12 weeks with them, working five times a week with them for the first month and then down to three times a week for another eight weeks and really looked at the frequency and the intensity of the exercises that I was working with them. And I included not only the physical therapy staff, but the direct care staff and the nursing staff to reinforce the level of activity and the level of exercise as he progressed. And we had terrific outcomes that despite his age, despite the cognitive impairment, when I would do wall squats, 
and, and, and in 30 seconds, how many wall squats or how many sit-to-stand exercises could this patient with dementia accomplish? When we started, he couldn't do any. And at the end, he was able to do 12 in 30 seconds, which was quite remarkable. But doing exercise at an appropriate intensity of wall squats, of lunges, of sit-to-stand exercises, of a lot of closed-chain exercises, and a well-rounded therapeutic exercise program of not only strength training but flexibility and balance and their endurance in this very challenging case of having someone immediately post-op total hip with cognitive impairment and a delirium as the entire interdisciplinary team worked together at a therapeutic level, in 12 weeks he was able to ambulate with a rolling walker in the assisted living facility and was able to return to all of his prior activities. And I think that was a particularly challenging case where the intensity and frequency of the exercise really made the difference in my outcomes. Well, that's very good. Now, let's say I was to walk into one of the facilities that you were consulting at, and now I know that if I see somebody doing wall squats, it might be a place that you've been engaged. Uh, what other? Yeah, what would distinguish your programs if I was to walk into a facility and know that you actually consulted at a facility-wide basis? What would be some of the characteristics that would identify the work that you do? I think... To identify the work as physical therapists do, it's identifying their prior status, their current functional status, performing objective functional outcome measures you know, that are evidence-based to objectify their current status and their current levels of strength, flexibility, balance, and cardiovascular status, and then designing a personalized therapeutic exercise program that meets their individual needs based on those functional outcome measures and then integrating that into a program that's really individualized for them to maximize the outcomes for that particular individual that know not all residents of my long-term care facility, not all residents on the ward are going to be on the same exercise program. They're not going to have the same exercises. They're not all going to be holding the same three-pound or five-pound or eight-pound weights because not every exercise is appropriate for every person, particularly taking into consideration their complex medical history. So I think what you would see would be an individualized program that is challenging. You need to work the older adult to their maximum levels where the muscles and the systems can reach a point where the strength changes can occur. So I think what you would see would be a challenging but individualized approach to exercise. I would like to thank my guests from Fox Rehabilitation and Fox Jerry, Dr. Tim Fox and Miss Mimi Jacobs. Tim and Mimi, thank you very much for being our guests this week on Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. You have been listening to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine. Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine is produced in cooperation with AMDA. For more information about this or any other show, please visit ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts. You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Sports Medicine. For a program guide and a complete list of shows, please visit us at ReachMD.com.